0: Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another Word for Today with Ray. And before we begin, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for your Word. Thank you for your desire to teach us about you and your Son, Jesus. I pray today, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will teach us from your Word those things that you want us to know and the ways that you want us to be in this world. And we'll give you thanks in Jesus' name. The title to today's lesson is An Allegory and it's taken from Galatians chapter 4 and verse 24. When we consider Paul's writings to the church members of Galatia, we should note how he repeats his theme over and over again. Paul is very concerned about these dear people following false teachings being presented by Judaizers. They taught that the law of God and its ceremonies must be kept in addition to receiving the grace of God through Jesus Christ. Paul saw this as a return to the very law they could not keep in the first place. In Galatians chapter 4 and verse 24, Paul continues to explain his concerns with an allegory where he wrote, Which things are an allegory? For these are the two covenants, the one from the Mount Sinai, which genders the bondage, which is Hagar. Paul begins, Which things are an allegory? Our first question might be, What things? The answer is the things that he just wrote. Paul wrote in verses 21 through 23 of chapter 4, Tell me, you that desire to be under the law, do you not hear the law? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondmaid, the other by a free woman. But he who was of the bondwoman was both born after the flesh, but he of the free woman was by promise. An allegory is a symbol, type, emblem or figure that declares or represents something else for every new testament principle there is an old testament story figure or symbolism paul says that the two children born to abraham through hagar his bondmaid and sarah his wife serve as types of the law and the grace of god he continued for these are the two covenants the one from mount sinai And Paul simply declares that these two sons are like the two covenants of God. He refers to when God gave Moses his law or Ten Commandments upon Mount Sinai. Read Exodus chapter 19 and 20 for more information. Paul said the law genders to bondage. The idea is that the law has a proclivity to birthing bondage in a person. Like slaves entrapped and captured in their actions and behavior, the law has a tendency to bind its followers. In other words, those who attempt to follow the law are captured by the very law they endeavor to keep. Paul declares, this is Hagar. Hagar was the bondmaid of Sarah. And although it was Sarah's idea that Abraham have a child through her, Hagar was not a free woman. She was bound under the law of a servant. And so her child was also born under this bondage. Thus was the law of God. It isn't that the law was flawed, for it is not. But rather, it was the recipients of the law who were in error. Because people could not keep the law, it had a tendency to bind, restrict gender bondage. Though it leaves us hanging in the middle of a thought, Paul notes this part of the allegory in this verse and will continue his thoughts in tomorrow's verse. For now, we shall be sufficed by thinking about the effects of the law. We must keep in mind that although Paul is writing these words, they are inspired by the mind of Almighty God. It is God who is using Paul to share with us the value of the doctrine of his grace. If we listen intently... We will hear the voice of God behind Paul's words encouraging us to accept his loving grace and see the law for what it truly was, the means by which we see our own sinful nature, and we look to him for redeeming grace. What an awesome God we serve. What a loving Savior we have in Jesus Christ. Paul the Apostle becomes an allegory himself as he shares the necessity for the truth of God and his grace to be known. Next time, Paul will tell us more about Hagar and how she relates to the law. So read ahead and let us join together then. Until tomorrow, there is more. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace as you continue to study his word. In Jesus' name.